everyone and welcome to Faith Talks, where we have conversations about Christ with students. We're a podcast based out of Grace Community Church in Hudsonville. My name is Levi Kite, and I'm a senior here at our youth ministries. I'm joined this week by Ethan Green, who will be sharing his testimony. It's my hope that all of us can learn something about trusting God during hardships and the benefit of relationships from what he shares. jump right into my testimony. So I feel as if my testimony is just nothing special, but I've learned that no matter what or who you are, your testimony is very special. So I've grown up in a Christian home in West Michigan. And I've always gone to church and my parents taught us about the Bible and press it into everything we do and will do. And at, at a young age of maybe uh, eight years old, I prayed the prayer and accepted the Lord in my heart. And, but I was so young and just didn't grasp the full meaning of becoming a Christian. And my journey in learning more started at Life Action Camp in Buchanan, Michigan, about an hour from here, actually. And I've gone there with my family for multiple years and even served there on crew. And I don't remember exactly, but sometime in high school, I recommitted my life to God, for I understood that to live for Christ meant to spend time in His Word, pray, act like Him, and live for His glory alone. And I knew that I should get baptized, but I was so afraid to do it. I'm not sure why I was so afraid. It was probably the fact that I'd have to talk in front of the whole church. And I threw it all aside and did not care and got baptized in the summer of 2019. And... You know, I thought struggles in life, like, ended, but, you know, they they don't, dude. And, like, when you become a Christian, when you become a Christian, you know, it everything just gets harder. And it just totally, totally helps you in your faith walk with God. And just last year, 2020, craziness happened and with the, the coronavirus breakout and my dad lost his job for about eight months. It was hard, but it was probably one of the best years, even though we were many, or there were many things we did not get to do. Hmm. Uh, with my dad at home every day, we all got to spend t- more time together, you know, and made many great memories. It was, it was a lot of fun. And through that time, I've learned that in just trusting God, have faith, for he's got a plan for your life. But, you know, it won't come with, uh, without uh, hard bumps curves in your path of life mm-hmm. you know I have no idea what God has in store for me this year because I have many unknowns as a senior but for sure. I'll trust in him with my life and just live my life in the moment shining for him that is awesome bro that's a powerful testimony and I like how at the beginning you made sure to point out that you, know, you felt this doesn't really feel like something special yeah. you know there, there wasn't something incredible or crazy that happened in your life, obviously, besides the, the, your conversion mm-hmm. into Christianity, which is incredible and crazy, but you, you felt like, you know, you, you had a testimony like a lot of other kids your age, you know, I can, I can relate to it, yeah. where you say, I, I grew up in a Christian family, you know, with Christian parents, and they pressed the things of God into us and into our minds, mm-hmm. you know, and, and by that, I was able to come to Christ, Yeah. but I love how you then said, but I realized Every conversion story is unique. Yes. And it is very special. 
Can you, can you expand on what had yeah. you come to that realization? Yeah, so I was uh, writing my testimony about, like, two weeks ago. I mean, I had one written up when I got baptized, but I kind of lost it. And, you know, more things have changed, so I kind of <laughs> had to update it. So I started right. fresh. And when I was writing it, I was like, I had, like, a paragraph or something like that. And I'm like, Mom, this is sounds so boring, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it just, you know, nothing insane happened in my life, right, like some other people. Mm-hmm. And my mom's just like... This is not exact, but she said, like, just everybody's is special, and it doesn't matter who or what has happened to you. Like, you're just born new in Christ. That's what's special. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's a great lesson to learn at a young age. All right, so you also mentioned that you prayed the prayer when you were younger, but it wasn't until you were older that you recommitted, I think yes. was the word you used, mm-hmm. your life to Christ. Um, can you describe, like, the understanding that took place? Yeah, yeah. So it was, when was it? Uh, I don't know, you know, exactly. It was, like, freshman, sophomore. But I just went to multiple camps during those times. I, I went to the Life Action Camp. Mm-hmm. I even served there. And that has changed me, too, because, like... It just really spoke into my life being surrounded by Christian believers that push you in your faith right every day mm-hmm. during those those camps times and it just pushed me to like learn more mm-hmm. in his word and just live for him right a battle buddy can, oh yeah can definitely be, can be so helpful so so you've mentioned life action camp mm-hmm. a lot yeah right so what what would you be like? What would you say were key differences between camping at the mm-hmm. camp and being ministered to, mm-hmm. and then becoming older and being a volunteer and doing the yeah. ministering? So camping is awesome because you go to chapel in the morning and chapel at night. Great worship, great everything. You're just surrounded by love for God around with people, mm-hmm. and you, there's you, you get connected more as a family. You get connected to just totally new people you meet there you get to build relationships oh yeah and there's tons of games they have set out for you to do as a family Mm -hmm. right just to get stronger as a family so this is a family camp oh yeah it's a family camp yeah Mm -hmm. and then as a volunteer yeah yeah as a volunteer um i've served for two years um and it was it was great because there are like people coming from everywhere like you think this is a michigan camp just mm-hmm. people from Michigan will come. No, right. no, no. People from like Florida, Tennessee, like pretty far, far places came to this camp to work. And that right? that's awesome to see the reach of the gospel. Oh yeah, and it, it, it was just so cool because it's like everybody didn't know you. You got to start new and make great friends for like two weeks, mm-hmm. right? And everybody loved the Lord. Yeah, right? they were they were there to serve Christ. Yes, I mean. You had to pay to go to this camp. I mean, you weren't paid at all. It was right. just serving and having new friends. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. And that, that's a lot of commitment, too. Oh, to yeah, actually yeah, yeah. pay to, yeah. to, to, to volunteer. Yeah, some, <laughs> yeah. People, some people go the whole summer. Yeah. That, I only went for, like, two weeks. Right. Like, two years and then a week each year? Uh, two weeks a year. Two weeks each yeah. year. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, so I'd like to focus in a little bit on... Uh, 2020 that you mentioned yeah. in your testimony 
you said that uh, your dad lost his job mm-hmm. for what was it around eight months? Yeah, around eight months. Right. So, what what would you say like in that time? Would you say it was it became more difficult to trust in God? Yeah, definitely. Probably like right at the start of when he lost his job because he lost his job on my mom's birthday. So you know that wasn't the greatest present my mom wanted, mm-hmm. and it was just completely sudden and unknown. You know, and so you had no warning, no warning at all, none, right? And just that was hard. Like kind of like, why did he lose his job? You know, he was only at that job for a year because he had to leave his other company because they were like, either you move to Detroit or mm. you, you're done working. So that's why he left and to this job. But yeah, it's, that was crazy. And uh, just later, later it was just like, we're home more. I feel like I got closer to my brothers, my sisters, my mom and dad, and just had a lot of fun playing basketball outside with our dad every day mm-hmm. during the lockdown and just doing stuff we weren't able to do because dad was not home during the day. You know, he was at night, so at night and on the weekends, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to, through this, even though it was a bad circumstance, mm-hmm. God used it in the life of your family oh, yeah. to build your relationships. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That is awesome. You know, I think it's all, it's almost ironic the way that sometimes God works. When the best years or the best days can be the worst days. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes he gives us trials. Mm-hmm. And he says, serve me in those trials. Whatever yeah. it is you're going through right now, whatever it is I'm going Definitely. through, the, the listeners are going through. You know, We all have things in our lives. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm giving these to you to prove to me, to serve me with. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, yeah. and, and when you can do that successfully and look back on that, that, that can be the best days, even in the worst circumstance. Yes, definitely. Because some people look back at 2020 and you're like, that year sucked, mm-hmm. right? But I look back at it and like, you know, it did suck at sometimes because we weren't able to like go camping and right. go, go, go to the life action camp because just tons of the rules and masks and just mm-hmm. corona. Right. Yeah, it's insane because people... People will be talking about 2020 as one of the worst years of all time mm-hmm. when you know you can look back on it and you can say this was the best year of all time, even yeah. though and, and you're one of the unfortunate ones who, whose dad lost his job. And I think it's worth noting, if I'm correct, your dad was the sole provider yes, of your definitely. family as well. And it was definitely hard because it was like, oh, should our mom go get a job, you know? Right. And it wasn't until like, the week of Thanksgiving, my dad started his new job. Wow. So, so that's six months? Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah, well, about like eight. About eight months. You know, from wow. April to... Wow. It's just like seven and a half, maybe. Eight. That's insane. So trusting God for financial provision mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well. We talk a lot about emotional and spiritual provision, mm-hmm. you know, but God provides for us in physical ways as yeah. well. All right, so you were homeschooled mm-hmm. for most of your life. Mostly, yeah. And as someone homeschooled, what ways have you found to be the best in helping you share the love of Christ or the gospel with with people, considering you're not around the same group of public schoolers yeah, yeah, every, every day? So, you know, I've just, I had to look at it, take a look at my friend groups, you know, differently. Been like, right. you know, as homeschoolers, live in West Michigan, Everybody's, you know, quote unquote Christians. Like right. They go to church. Nominal. Yeah. 
And so I had to take back and look and like, you know, I kind of noticed that some of my friends aren't Christians just by the way they act and say stuff, you know. Right. And I've just been going about it like, oh, you know, they're, I've done stuff with them a lot. Like I went snowboarding with one of my buddies like, multiple times already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just sometimes it's you can't – you just got to act like God or that like you can be God. But, right, right. You know, just live – Reflect how God yeah, would reflect act. It. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So that that's one way. I mean, also working. I work at a gas station, you know, and sometimes you get some really uh, crazy people that work there, you know. For sure. And just the way you talk, like that, that it's a huge impact because. So I do not swear, right? And one kid I worked with is like, "Why don't you swear?" Right? right. I'm like, I'm a Christian man. Just I live for Him, you mm-hmm. know. It just, just little things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sometimes too like, wear some clothing that says something, you know. Maybe it's conversation starter. Right. Just little things in life. For sure, because those things, those are, those are small, but those are seeds. Oh yeah. That you're planting, and mm-hmm. you don't know when God will choose yeah. to water them, right? And we, we plant the seeds. God decides to grow them, mm-hmm. right? So maybe that kid is thinking about that even right now, saying, yeah. you know what? That kid said he didn't swear because he's a Christian. What? What is? What? Why? Yeah. What does that mean? And maybe he'll look into that and eventually yeah. lead him somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. That. That you kind know, of a thing. That's incredible. There's also been times too, like at my work, like my whole family will come in and they'll be like, "Oh, what's your family members' names?" Right. So I go through all uh, for my younger siblings, and this like we are all named after Christian Bible names. Mm-hmm. So there, and one guy's like whoa I've never heard of those names where do they come from you know I'm like the bible man he's like what that's cool I'll have to look it up sometimes or something like that that's right kinda, and that's awesome because yeah. that's, that's an amazing conversation starter oh yeah you know they're from the bible which also says you know, like, yeah, 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 you can, yeah, you can yeah, lead yeah. into almost anything yeah. from something that open ended I mean, unless there's a pizza coming out and you just, yeah right yeah, unless, unless you have to yeah. work <laughs> but I think that that a main point of that, that that you hit on is a common misconception among a lot of young people and young believers and, and both wherever they overlap is that when you want to share the gospel with someone you have to do it directly yeah you have to in those words share the gospel yeah you know lay out a plan from john three sixteen. <laughs> yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and have them listen to your presentation mm-hmm. and there are times for that and that yeah, is yeah. good but there's also indirect sharing like you yeah. said where you're you're by your speech Mm-hmm. By your actions, setting yourself apart, yeah, letting them know that you're different. You know, he says, "Why don't you curse?" Mm-hmm. You know, because I seek to reflect what Jesus told me to reflect, and Jesus told me to keep my speech pure and to focus on things that are above, focus on things mm-hmm. that are pure, right? So, a lot of people they they think if I don't directly share the gospel, people won't know. Mm-hmm. We're in reality, just how you live. You know, they shall know us by our love. How you love others, people recognize that. Yeah, and and they can wonder what what makes them different, and that can be an amazing conversation starter as well. Definitely. All right. So you you also said that as a senior, you have a lot of unknowns. Yeah. At the moment, so what does that look like? What kind of unknowns are we talking oh. about? And how how does your faith in God play into those unknowns? Yeah. So like. Right now, I'm not totally sure where I'm going to be going to college or if I'm going mm-hmm. to community college and then college, you know. 
right. I kind of know what degree I want. Like, I want to be an engineer, but I'm not sure where in that I fit into, you know. Right. Just those things. And also, like, oh, crap, I got to take the SAT, you know. Junior year, COVID kind of was like, no, you don't get to take that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. All right, what about work, you know, with summer jobs or with jobs in college or after college? Yeah, yeah. So I've also been struggling, like, should I just stay with this gas station job? Because just, I, I don't know, just should I stay with it or try to do something different, you know? Mm-hmm. There's just been a lot of pros and cons in the gas station, mm-hmm. and I, I might just stick with it for mm-hmm. right now. Because it, it sounds to me like you have an amazing ministry opportunity there. Yeah. Which it, it within itself is a pro and a con. Because mm-hmm. when you're around people, and we're all around people that don't believe in God, and especially people that outspokenly do not believe in God, mm-hmm. people that might do drugs or yeah. be cursing. Definitely are know. those people. I've encountered those people in my work as well. You have the opportunity to be a positive influence. Yeah. And not just a moral positive influence like, don't do drugs, yeah. but a spiritual positive mm-hmm. influence. And that comes at the same cost of when you're rubbing against someone, they're rubbing against you. And and it takes strength and it takes a level of maturity to be able to make sure that, that you're leaving what you want to leave with them. Mm-hmm. And they're not leaving an impression on you that's going to hurt you negatively. Yes. So definitely handle that with maturity. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have some more general questions that this would be an opportunity for you to reflect on your life and how that can help our viewers and -hmm. our listeners uh, and how they can apply what you've learned and find fellowship with you. Yeah. So, So, oh, go ahead. I'll just just get into (laughs) that. So, you know, I've just been learning, like, just trust through, like, hard struggles. Mm -hmm. You know, like, with my dad losing his job and just corona and stuff like that i know some people just hate it you know Mm -hmm. right now and also with the elections like that's been crazy right i'm not gonna dive into that because that's a different wormhole for sure and so basically just i've just learned trust in god even though you don't know that like what's gonna happen like you know he's got a plan for you i've learned like he has a plan you don't know it just trust have faith and live for his glory alone and be a light to others. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't you don't need to know the outcome of the year. You just need to live day by day. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Cuz every day we open our eyes. Mm-hmm. That is a day that God has given us, given us specifically. Yeah. You know, to praise him with. You know, and to me something that can be helpful is having someone phrase it in a way that you don't normally hear it phrased. Mhm. You know, you're not just a person living in 2021 yeah you are who you are so you are ethan green i am levi kiger made in the image of god yes. set before the foundation of the world to be put in the 21st century in 2021 as 18 year olds yep. to grow up into this world that this is not an accident mm-hmm. and to me that is encouraging because i know it got god is so precise and so anything here he, he does it, it's done to give us an opportunity to praise him. Mm-hmm. Would you say that there is um, things that have been helping you battle that in your life? Yeah, yeah. So uh, one thing is um, that every time uh, us boys in our family turn 13, our dad gives us a knife. I got the knife right here. Mm-hmm. And he then engraves the knife 
with the date of when we turn 13, mm-hmm. our initials, and a verse. And the verse is 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and also uh, 16, 14 goes along with it too. And it is, uh, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, and let all that you do be done in love. Mm-hmm. And that's just a constant reminder. Every time I'll be like, I got to cut something open, you know? <laughs> and it'll just be right there, right? For sure. It's just it's just a sweet reminder and just just, just really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's awesome, too, to have something physical that you can hold instead of just something in your head. Yeah. Would you say there's been a moment recently where that has been very helpful or a different moment where some other verse or set of verses have, have helped you abstain from sin or keep you on the straight and narrow, for lack of a better term? Yeah, like, uh, it definitely, this this verse, uh, the First Corinthians 16, 13, it just helps because it, it says everything, like, how to live like it's just packed full Mm -hmm. in 13 and 14 we could do our own podcast on it (laughs) yeah i know right it's so short but so powerful right you just gotta watch around you like you know figuring out who is is your friends who's believers who's not who needs to be ministered to you know stand firm like stand firm in the faith that is like someone comes at you like you gotta do this or I won't be a friend, or something like that, right? Right. You gotta stand firm in that. Pure pressure. Yeah, and act like men is just like you gotta act like men. You gotta pull your weight. You know, For sure. don't don't let your siblings do it, or don't let anybody do it. Like if someone's like, I need you to go mow this person's lawn, and they say it to a whole group, be the first person to do that. Right. And stand up. Yeah, and then let all that you do be done in love. That just I look at that and uh, like with my siblings you know sometimes it's hard you know we all love each other but sometimes we get in on each other's nerves you know always or a fight (laughs) breaks out you know those are great I'm just kidding (laughs) and and just do everything you do in love with your brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and your friends just show other others kindness because when you do that you don't know if someone is really struggling with something and that just could change their day for sure we're called to love like jesus yeah and jesus loved equally and unbiasedly mm-hmm. no matter who this person is no matter their creed color race ethnicity religion politics mm-hmm. whatever it is we are called to love them as jesus would love them definitely and so hearing you say that to everyone and to me here today is, is very encouraging Hear, hearing another believer say put on this lens of love and let all of your actions and words go through that and, and mm-hmm. be influenced by that is there anything final you would like to say for any of our viewers any words of encouragement for anything they might be struggling with that might be similar to something you have struggled with mm-hmm. I, I would say uh, just remember to read your Bible because I feel like when I don't, I just don't feel full in the day with his word on my mind, you know, and it sometimes it'll just be a downer day if I completely forget or if I just don't do it because something's in, in the way, right? Mm-hmm. And also just just maybe go through it with somebody else or, or have a constant person to talk to about certain things, you know? Accountability partners. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And just maybe find a verse that speaks to you 
write it down somewhere. Do something with Engrave it. Engrave it on a knife. Yeah. <laughs> or something different, you know. <laughs> For but, sure. Yeah, just act like him. Right. And everything you do for his glory right reflect the love of jesus yes for he has a plan for you always and with that we send you off go forth into your lives and make disciples thank you as always at the end of our faith talk we would like to take a moment to share the gospel with you the listener the gospel this morning comes from titus 3 3 through 5 for we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing and regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Those of you who are listening, this may be the first time you've heard the gospel, or this may be the thousandth time you heard the gospel. I'm okay with either of those things. Neither of them means you are saved. This is a crossroads for you. I'm telling you right now, whoever you are, this is a God who is personal. That this salvation is open to you. God has extended his arms. We are welcomed with open arms. Praise God just as we are. He doesn't tell us to become righteous before we come to him. Rather, he tells us to come with all of our infirmities, all of our sicknesses, all of our sin, can't do it on our own. That is the beauty of the gospel. He has done it for us and it's a free gift and I implore you now, take it. If you have questions, please out reach out to me or to a trusted friend that can point you to a local church. If you live in the area, we are based out of Grace Community Church in Hudsonville, Michigan. Go forth in faith.